0: Dr. Beckford, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you ladies for having me. Let's go ahead and kick some asses. to ladies kicking assets. We have an amazing, very special guest with us today. Um, Dr. Tamara Beckford, uh, she is from the Houston area. She is an ER doctor and she is a powerful, powerful speaker. She has a message. She has a, another business line that Mm -hmm. she's working on. It's about wellness. Um, and it's your caring docs. But I also, before we jump into questions, I need to introduce um, and recognize my partner Courtney Moeller over here. And we just ask that all of you who are watching would subscribe to our channel. Um, we are about empowering women with the educational information that they need regarding financial information to empower them to make decisions and live the lives that they want to live. Um, mm-hmm. We are not. Um, Um, experts or financial advisors. Um, But we do do know a thing or two. uh, And we've had some amazing guests on our show who are going to pour into your life and kind of show you some tricks of the trade of what they've been doing. So um, anyway, Dr. Beckford, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, thank you, ladies, for having me. Let's go ahead and kick some asses. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so so on our pre-conversation, I had to stop this so that we could make this a part of our conversation. Mm-hmm. You just attended um, a seminar and yeah. I just excited both of us about this book. So tell us about it. Tell us what you're doing.
1: Yes. Okay. So the book that I just showed is, it's called, don't shrink your dream and lose your faith. It's by yeah. Terry Seville Foy. So many of you probably grew up on her dad Jerry Seville who is a minister. Yeah, so Terry is um Jerry's daughter and she has a faith-based ministry here actually in Texas. It's in Rockwall. Oh,
2: Texas. I know it's over yeah. by you Courtney. Mm-hmm yes <laughs> oh, okay I'm gonna have to check that out I had there no idea. Go. Let's just yeah. go. So she
1: had a, yeah she had um a conference over the weekend called the icing conference oh, and icing. I yeah icing so it's um she says that the cake is good but the icing is even better and that's why the wow. icing conference that she's had it for a couple of years now now this book um don't shrink your dream and enlarge your faith is something that I um she has a, a, a show, the podcast also that she, um, runs and I remember her talking about it. She's all about goals and dreams and she's like the vision board queen. Yes. 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 So we were, she was talking about, you know, this year that her goals, it the year almost, um, you know, was like halfway through around like july and she's noticed that like her 10 goals her personal goals she hadn't really gotten any of them fulfilled and she's like how is this happening i'm the vision board person i'm the gold queen it wasn't occurring." so with her time that she usually sets the time for her and her spirituality in the morning she said she was gonna you know probably shrink her dreams and then she heard the lord said to her now don't shrink your dreams enlarge your faith. Mm.
0: And it was just oh so my God. powerful. I to... Yes,
1: isn't yeah. that so powerful? Because mm. there are a lot of times when we are trying to achieve things in our lives, and it seems so insurmountable. And then a lot of times we said, well, maybe I'm dreaming too big or... No. You know, who am I to do this? So it says instead of really starting to shrink yourself, which is what a lot of us do, like look at us, we have big personalities and people tell you all the time, oh, you're just too loud, You're too this. And what do we end up doing, especially as women? And I'm, ta- I'm speaking to us ladies because we have this tendency, right? If you have a, a little girl who's outgoing, you know, then it's just like, oh, she's too boisterous. Then once you get into the point when you're like a, a young lady or a woman, you're, oh, you know, she's too bossy you know it's not like oh she has great leadership skills she's too bossy and then you hear that consistently over and over and what do we end up doing we start
2: to shrink it it adds this component of self-doubt and you know absolutely yeah so it's just like embrace that
1: yes exactly so a lot of times we end up shrinking so she says she began to this well she thought about it because once she heard the word she said oh no enlarge your faith so mm-hmm. she enlarged her faith and decided to, you know, go full blown and was able to accomplish all 10 of her <laughs> goals within the next four to five months. And it was just like, boom. But I just love that. And it each time in my mind, when I start to doubt myself, those words come into my head. Don't shrink your dreams, enlarge your faith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's, I love that she has this book and I have it here just as a quick reminder.
0: Oh, absolutely. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the power of the spoken word is, mm-hmm. is everything. It, absolutely. it can define who, who we are and who mm-hmm. we are. Yes. And absolutely. we want to usher in all that the Lord has in mm-hmm. store for us, mm-hmm. not, not hamper that. Yeah. No, it's in it's interesting. In I just
2: that. had a call before this one with mm-hmm. a that is helping me kind of channel, you know, what God intended for me and to, you know, I guess really kind of um, have my affirmations and the things that I'm, you know, kind of helping me get rid of like that doubt and things that are swirling around in me so that I can Mm -hmm. really bring in and receive what God, God's intentions for my life are. So I love that you started off with this.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, no, it's just very powerful. And, uh, you know, a lot of times when we're going about our lives, you know, we have to remember that we're still being guided by a greater principle. And so even with us here, like, you think about even the connection with all three of us like this connection isn't something that was made like last week this is me working with you know robin's daughter like years and years and it's just been like an happenstance that she just mentioned oh yeah this you and i'm like oh well oh i'd love to you know and yeah. look at all the connections that like gets put in place but it's not from our doing it's from like the divine ordering yes. these things and just as you mentioned like right now i'm showing this book and 10 15 minutes ago you were on the phone with someone else who is helping you to enlarge your faith like how powerful is this whole moment right now
2: mm-hmm. yes yes it's i'm powerful. just trying to embrace those god whisperers <laughs> <with> <laughs> being able yeah. to clear my mind to receive it yeah. absolutely <laughs> absolutely
0: Yeah, To Well, tell us about your business, how that's really evolved, Um, because Mm -hmm. I when I look at the, you know, like the X factor of time, Mm you so much has happened in such a short window of time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, you've become what um, very professionalized. And mm-hmm. what you're doing and you can see that. So I'd love for you to really talk about that. And by professionalize, I mean, you are, yes, you are a professional because you're a physician and mm-hmm. that's not really yeah. I'm referencing. I'm referencing yeah. like how you're, um, purposing your message, mm-hmm. um, who all your, your, you've got tons of doctors that you're, you know, um, having mm-hmm. interviews with. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's all over the map with you. It's amazing. <laughs>
1: You know, it's really like we say it is a blessing to be able to be along this journey. And you know, for those who are listening, you're probably like, who is this random person? She <laughs> right. has on this this, random uh, ER doctor. From yes. Well, right. let's give
0: the hospital a plug because they need to go see you on the night shift. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yes, sure. I am an ER physician, and we said like yeah, I'm here in Houston, and um, you know, one of the I've been at ER dog now for almost like 13 or 14 years, mm-hmm. so that's outside of training. So you know, that's a day in, day out, day in, day out. Um, there's this small little thing that occurred in 2020. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. It's like you know, COVID. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah, this little thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, during that period, there, a lot um changed in. In, um, me, and that's brought me to where I am right now, to be able to really speak to everyone. And, uh, you know, the changes that occurred is that in addition to the fact that, of course, yes, there was an increase in demand, um, you know, taking care of patients, you saw so much, um, it was an era where I had to kind of decide like which direction was I going? Was I going in the direction of fear or is I going in the direction of like, essentially it was faith because it was around that same time that I actually even delved a little bit further into my faith, but also in recognizing certain aspects of my life. So, you know, fears, uh, sitting in the pandemic, deciding like, okay, am I going to be bringing this home to my family? I had young, you know, I have young children at the time there were three and one. And, you know, my one year old just had like a respiratory issue and was um, in the hospital overnight, a couple months before, mm-hmm. before this whole respiratory virus grew oh, yeah, right? and came over. So now, you know, I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do? At that time, I also, um, you know, decided to start a business because you know everyone 2019. You're like, I'm work on something i'm going to start at the beginning of 2020 and then of course 2020 had its own um set of plans <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> so as time progressed one um of the things that i did notice you know a year two years in to this whole covid and um this pandemic era is that i became more aligned i became more um centered
0: uh-huh.
1: Yeah, which is like the opposite of what you think would happen, Definitely. you know? Like yeah, grapple, yeah, ab- exhausted. Yeah, I I had more energy, and <laughs> like you're saying, I'm doing more things yeah. and I'm more fulfilled. Yeah. And it's just like, well, why is this happening to me during this period? While the first ten years in medicine, I kind of felt as if it was a big fog. Like I was just constantly tired. I was constantly like, you know, exhausted and just like, ah, you know, not even thinking like, am I going to leave medicine? But just like, just not having that drive that I'm having now towards life and just really excited. So once I recognized what that was and I realized, wow, that was self-care. Yeah. And I'm like, I started to put myself first And it was during a time that was needed Mm -hmm. because I had to be strong and be there for my family. So I started to do things that, I didn't realize were building me up. So a couple of things that I did was one, I had like a really good morning routine, which incorporated centering myself for the day before I entered into the day prior, Mm -hmm. I just get up and go, you know, go where the wind blows, oh, I have a meeting, oh, I have this or that, get up you know, looking at social media. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm very excited for this person. Oh, I wish I looked like that person. You know, it's craziness Ah. that goes into our mind. Yeah, you know, but instead of that, when I got up each day, I gave myself, you know, time for me and I poured into my mind. So my wake up routine is okay, I'm reading the Bible, I'm reading a verse, you know, I'm reading, um, You know, I love doing the plans. And so I'm going from one plan to the other. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting, you know. And then I'll read a book on like Mm self-improvement, you know, different books along the way. And these are over the, I think I did like 12 books, like the first year. And I'm like, what? I, didn't, nah, I hadn't read right. that many books. At first, you know, you're going through it slowly. And yes, yeah, some books might have similar themes, but they're different authors, different perspective, and it's pouring into me. And then I start going through my day when I'm reading my emails about, hey, this person is upset at you or that it's not affecting me the same way. you know what I mean like so now I'm not reacting yes absolutely I'm no longer reacting to this like oh my god they think I'm a horrible person I'm really not horrible I instead I start responding like okay well let me see what are some of the things that made this person feel that way you know these are some of the things that I did this is some of the things that they did let's sit Mm -hmm. and talk about it or I'll we you know send a, a, a response saying like hey these are things that this is what I planned on doing or these are my thoughts and it's not taking things so personally when it has nothing to do with me but that's how I respond you know you get this pounding yes yeah, everyone's uh, had that anxiety yeah. oh, when you yeah. get an email from certain people and you're I like
0: do. I do now yeah. and it's like oh my god okay I gotta get
1: this. done you know? yes absolutely Mm -hmm. so I noticed that that lessened and I looked at that so that was one of my things my routine and then the other really was, you know, like I said, working on the mind. and mm-hmm. then the other was really just spirituality. and it's not just spirituality in that, okay, reading the Bible spirituality. it was connecting with light-minded people in mm-hmm. a spiritual sense. So those who had positive um, who had positive outlook on life, who were trying to better their environment, people who were trying to really uplift others, those were the people that I was around. So when you're hearing this, oh, my God, you know, we've had an increase. Another spike is coming. A wave is coming. Wave, wave this, wave that. It started, it stopped affecting me yeah. because I was working on self. So that builds me up to a point that it was unimaginable. You know, my director is saying, wow, um, you yeah, know, you're sharing out a little bit different than your colleagues. What's going on? I told them, hey, um, that's what I'm working on. One of my early colleagues said, you're just so zen. I mean, like, you must really be practicing what you preach. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. So that's what got me, you know, to this particular point is really recognizing the power mm-hmm. of the self-care. Mm -hmm.
2: I think that's something, you know, I, I was guilty of that, you know, just waking up, checking social media, going along with my day and I have changed and shifted that. And it really does. It changes your mindset for the whole day. And I think as women, we're really guilty of kind of putting ourselves last. I think that's just, you know, we've, we're shuffling all these things, you know, kids and activities and work Mm -hmm. and whatever it is that we have going on. And I mean, I still You know, I'm guilty about my checkups. I'm guilty. You know, I just everything happens for me last. I'm making sure all my kids have everything squared away and everything Mm -hmm. else, and I just kind of fall to the wayside. And I've really kind of shifted that, and I am taking that time in the mornings too. I have started incorporating that here just just recently, within the Mm -hmm. last month, and. I, I also difference. do it at night before I go to bed and, yes. you know, um, I, I reflect on my day, my, the, the goals that I accomplished. And then I set my goals for the next day. Think about yes. what I'm praying for, but then I start that next morning with, with prayer, but then also with, you know, centering myself and, you know, receiving my message for the day and the things that I need to focus on, who can I serve? You know, who am I serving for the day? And it really does shift everything. everything. It's crazy it so powerful. It's so powerful. Yes. You know, one of the,
1: one of the things that I've noticed too, like you're saying, like, you know, just the shift, look, you, this is a month. In one month, your whole perspective changes. But one of the things I wanted to point out, which is why it's so challenging for us as women, because this is a podcast for women. And let's just be real ladies. You know, we're not going to sit and make sure, you know, things are cookie cutter and all peaches and roses, right? Even though we would like it to be. But (laughs) if we think about how we have been trained through society for the entire time, um, that's why it's so challenging for us to put ourselves first. If you're putting yourself first, you're considered what? Selfish. Yes. You know, uh-huh. oh, like- especially if you're a mom. Oh my right. goodness. Right. You know, I, I asked um, some ladies, what are some of the the um, things that, you know, how would you feel if you were to just do things for you? And uh, some of the, the first, of course, answers answer is guilt. Yeah. That's what happens to us consistently. We feel guilty. Oh, you know, I'm a bad mom. I'm a bad parent. I didn't, you know, do this first. But ironically, when you are giving from your overflow versus from the cup itself, yes. it's so much better there. Are, you know, I've done interviews. I've spoken to people who this young lady, she has like six children. She was in a, she says, you know, she told her husband, she was like, I'm leaving for this conference. You're going to just have to handle this. And everyone's Uh like, no, she's just like, I was just at that point when she came back, she was just so restored, renewed, and her cup has been full. And she was just like the best of herself. Mm-hmm. So now
2: her kids are like, go to another conference. Yeah. To another conference. Yeah. <laughs> well, when we when we take right. care of ourselves, we have so much more to give than yes. when we're trying to do everything with our cups, you know, half empty. I mean, it just, yes. it everything comes from a different place and it's Absolutely. a better
0: place. Absolutely. Right. absolutely definitely well i loved what you said too about mm-hmm. um how you were aligning yourself with folks who were like minded even though that was during a time where it was virtual handled yes virtual, absolutely. um you were still aligning yourself with those individuals and courtney and i've talked countless times about mm-hmm. you know you're the summation of the you know four five six people that you're really hanging out with and so mm-hmm. you can do that and your hanging out or moving along with those folks who you know they may not have the exact thoughts that you have but they're working on self-improvement They're becoming the best version of themselves um Mm -hmm. you know working towards you visions yeah it does it rubs off on you um Mm -hmm. continuously learning challenging the mind Um, not just being in a place of complacency those are the people that you want to Surround yourself with, and it doesn't mean that your other pre-existing relationships don't have to, you know, not hang out with those folks anymore. It just means that you know there's a there's a place for those relationships. Keep them absolutely, Mm -hmm. but you know, kind of moving. Yeah, if you're
1: gonna impact, if you're building yourself, because here's the thing too that I've recognized as I've noticed, I'm like human beings, we're goal oriented. Mm-hmm. We really sit. I'm, I mean, a lot of times, some people might, you know, try to "I don't really have any goals." Ah, oh, no, we all have goals. So, right. you know, if you if you want to go to the supermarket to get food, that's your goal. What's your goal to get to the supermarket? Even no matter how small it is, we all have goals. So when we're now around, and there, we all have a period of time when we're like, "There's more to life than what I'm doing right now."
0: Hmm you know, and one one of the things that I learned about goals though, Mm -hmm. and I didn't mean to interrupt you is it's important for them to be measurable Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, really drill into them. And so when they are, then that prompts the action because otherwise they're just like Uh dreams, a new year's (laughs) resolution. <laughs> not really we don't it.
1: talk about the new year's oh. resolution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's October, like October. Okay, I'm just
0: like <laughs> saying, I want to lose 30 pounds. Well, I want to lose 30 pounds, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I don't right? to have to give up food to do it, um, <laughs> you know, or my favorite, my favorite things to drink or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but anyway, I'm just, you know, as an, as as a point, um, Absolutely. I had to shift in my mm. mind about goals and aspirations and mm-hmm. resolutions and what, what really are my goals? I had to mm-hmm. really, and then I had to think through, you know, some of the things in my mind that I've been thinking about really, those aren't really goals. Mm. I Isn't do that powerful that everybody has things that we need to do mm-hmm. you know, to get from point A to point B, how are you mm-hmm. going to do it? But, and I guess, actually, I guess that is a goal, um, but, you know, I think that when we start talking about the framework of what we're going to set out there for ourselves um, mm-hmm. as the book that you were referencing and, you know, kind of re- evaluating where we are right now in our own personal lives, Absolutely. Our personal lives and then taking time in, in the end of the year or in mm-hmm. January set the trajectory for 2023, you know, those are some powerful things to think about in all these different quadrants because health and wellness mindset, you know,
2: um, well, that know. has a huge impact on your ability to accomplish your goals, you know, and, and, and I have found that, you know, last year when I set my goals, when, you know, I thought, God, I don't know if I got enough done, you know, when I sat back and reflected. So I think it's really important to even reflect back on your goals at the end Absolutely. of the time. So that you can look, you know, when I did that and I sat and thought, looked at, listed out everything I had accomplished, I thought, holy cow, I did so much more than even what I thought out to do. Yes. Yes. Blown away. So it's really important to set those goals, but after a certain time to kind of reflect back on them and look Mm -hmm. at who are celebrate it. Celebrate. Celebrate. Yes.
1: Yes. Mm. You know, one of the things as humans that we do. Is that especially if you are if you're a high achiever, which like most of us on this podcast, and those of you guys listening, yes, this is you. (laughs) I'll accept that
0: that. it is true.
1: It is true. (laughs) Because we're all like, Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna gonna conquer. We're gonna show you all how to (laughs) do (laughs) it. (laughs) and then at times we we as you mentioned robin like you know we like okay well we have goals and we need to be able to measure the goals right and if we do not feel like we've accomplished it a lot of times we get down on ourselves however (laughs) as courtney's mentioning like each you know periodically we have to sit back and really list out all the things that we have done because that's you know you realize like um you might have accomplished those goals but not the way you thought about it yes. this is interesting like i think one of my um friends recently we were talking and she said oh wow you know you're doing this and doing that that's so interesting you're you're all over and i was like oh my gosh I achieved one of my goals, but it's not until you were talking to me that I recognized that I achieved it because on paper, I said it this way, but it has occurred, but it occurred in a different way, but it's the same goals. Like, you know, it's like me saying potato, but it occurred as potato and it's just
2: like, Yes, it Well, sometimes you set a goal and as you're out working on that, you know, things pivot and shift just a little bit because Absolutely. either they grow, maybe you start thinking bigger, mm-hmm. um, you know, things change and maybe you figure out that it shouldn't maybe necessarily look like a, but it's going to be B, but th- mm-hmm. that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's it's going to be
0: awesome. hash browns. And so yes, it's, it's the hash, hash
1: browns, right? right. Hash browns.
0: Or hash many hash browns? And who would have thought? And who <laughs> would have thought? thought you're still that's using true. potato. it's Still a potato. Yes. <laughs> it is how you've how
1: you've made it. You've it made is it. how you've made it. I love it. But yeah, no, th- this journey ha- has been something, as you mentioned, of pivoting and recognizing. You know, even when I started on this journey, I started saying that, "Oh, I'm going to do telemedicine," and that's when you know it's business. I'm starting but then I recognize my my why that's what you know talking about books I didn't bring all my books up I know we love talking about books here yeah. but that was one of the books that I read Simon Sinek's you know start with your why uh-huh. and it's just like well why are you doing this what is your passion what's that inside I love to call it my north star mm-hmm. and you know one of the reasons that I started um and entered into business is like a lot of us females we do it we do it you know with family in mind you know mm-hmm. I said I had a young kid I, I would love to be able to spend some time time with my kids but in starting that business I recognize (laughs) I'm closing the door more than I am having it open right so you know it was like yes so I pivoted and you know and and that's what happens along this journey so you pivot and in pivoting this is where I am now. I'm getting to speak to a lot of interesting people. Mm-hmm. It's I'm not just limited to my um, medical, you know, background and what I've learned. I'm meeting people, fascinating people in all industries. Yeah. Had I only stuck with that particular goal, I would have probably been miserable because each time I have to keep telling my kids, you have to go outside, you have to go outside and close the door on them. And I wouldn't get to speak to people and get to know people from all these wonderful different backgrounds outside of medicine. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, we don't know what we don't know. And so sometimes you have to shift, you know, Robert Helms, one of my favorite people in the world says, sometimes you have to say no to the good. So you can say yes to the great. Isn't that
1: wonderful. I love it. I
2: love
1: it. Yeah. And I mean, this is the same thing, like, you know, when we're like applying this to life and we're applying it, you know, to ourselves individually and to like even our goals overall, like sometimes, like you said, where we're starting is not where you're going to end up. So you know, ladies, you know, like when you're there kicking ass, <laughs> because you will be every day, every day, kicking every day. You know, the the main point of this we're okay. talking about potatoes and potatoes and French fries, and, yeah. But our whole point <laughs> is that where you start is not where you're gonna end, and you know, along the way, you're gonna have checkpoints, and during those checkpoints, you really look back to see what you have accomplished, and then most important celebrate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Celebrate. You know. celebrate.
0: Okay. Well, there was the message right <laughs> there. That was it. That was so good. Oh my God. Well, funny, um, I was on um, a call.
2: Hold on. Let me just throw this. So yeah. I was on a call with a couple of ladies the other day and they said, Hey, you know, we're going to have a brag session real quick. We're going to celebrate, you know, what, what have you done? What are you, what can you brag about? And they are like, and I thought, wow, I don't know that I've ever like had a call where we stopped to celebrate something that we've done. And I think that's such a, an important, you know, um, thing to kind of add in to what mm-hmm. you're doing, you know, you should be able to reach out to your people and celebrate the things yes. that you're accomplishing and the things that you're doing and, and, and not have it being bragging, you know, um, yes. being to celebrate that. And, it's and okay then them celebrate. being
1: happy for you. And yes. then, you know, so like we talk about the circles and the people that you're, that you need to be around the people that you need to be around are the ones who are happy to yes. celebrate with sure. you right. and yes. to help, to uplift you and to say like hey you know wow this is wonderful i'm great that you're able to accomplish this do you know do you want to do more because i can help you do more
2: mm-hmm.
0: how yeah. powerful is that
2: yeah right.
0: but there yeah. are also the people who are there when you're feeling low can mm-hmm. pull you up and say you know come on you know you got let's this. not go there let's not yeah. go there um, yep. and let's let's snap out of it and move on you know and that Absolutely. you know those are the same people and so I, I appreciate that about the people in my life that um are confident enough in themselves to call me out mm-hmm. when I'm having a yeah. having a moment. And the truth is we're real people. So we we all have moments. We all feel Sweet. inadequate. We all feel during certain mm-hmm. times, you know, because we're measuring ourselves against something else. And you know, we need to we need to be, you know um happy with what we've done and where we are, you mm-hmm. know um, Courtney talks about this all the time and I've been reading it, but it's the the book The Gap in the game. and which yeah, one that's my next do?
1: book. Oh my gosh <laughs> which one
0: are you? Where are you? So good Are you in the gap or are you in the game Oh wow. You know, I choose I choose the game. Yes. Yes.
2: Well, if you're focusing on the negative and you're focusing on the bad and the negative, you are totally in the gap. And so mm. this book, it gives me chills. It talks about how, no matter what the experience is, whether it's a positive experience, Ooh, a negative experience, there is something good to come from that experience. There are positive things coming from that. And so you can take the the short amount of time you have, you know, be upset about something bad that happened, but mm-hmm. then turn around and think about the positive things you're taking from that Get back in the game. Yes. I love it. I
1: love the one it. that I just finished reading is the big leap. It's oh. the big Who's leap. That leap. Who's that? So by? that's but Gay Gay Hendrix. All right. G- yeah, the big leap. Yeah, and you know that was all about like when we all have limitations we limit ourselves so you have like our zones that we're in and when we're all like oh I'm in the zone of excellence and you feel great but your zone of excellence is kind of like that zone where you're doing well but you know that there's more and that the more is the zone of genius
0: oh my god I know
2: man
1: so in order to move from there so it's interesting because the book has a a goldfish jumping from like a small bowl to a larger bowl It's called like you know yeah so <laughs> yeah, the big leap
2: picture yeah.
1: yes yes so moving from the zone of excellence to the zone of genius there's certain mindset that you have to block and you have to recognize certain patterns in your life that is preventing you. I am taking so
0: many notes. Yes, that's preventing
1: you from moving to the zone of genius and some sabotage techniques that you incorporate that keeps you from the zone of genius or when you're very close to bring you back to the zone of excellence because our bodies and you know how we are naturally, we get used to being in a certain.
2: Yeah, and some of that stuff is instilled into us, you know, as kids. Mm-hmm. And we carry that on and we really have to kind of get rid of that and yes. start new habits, which is, you know, that morning centering and yes. that, that mm-hmm. is the, really the beginning of shifting that. Yes, it
1: is. And it bringing never- you out mm-hmm. into the big leap to the zone of genius when you're working at your maximum and, you know, you're really producing all that you're made to produce and to real, and you're, you're like the goals, just like how this wonderful, like, you know, like ladies kicking assets, like your, your goal is to really empower women to recognize that uh, having financial literacy is just as important, you know, being able to balance the book, everything is just as important for you yourself as it is for the family. But if you've often just been relegated to the role of, well, you know, you're just really good at this mm-hmm. you're not really good at that you know then you'll tell yourself that so then when and that's it the self-limitation so to break through that self-limitation you know that's when you move from the zone of excellence because especially if you do something well then you kind of get complacent right and that's where the zone of excellence is the complacency of where you're doing things well but the zone of genius is breaking through that complacency to really level up.
2: And oh my god I can't that yes it's absolutely I oh, it. wonderful i'm reading it next it's it's mm-hmm. I, i'm I, reading I,
1: gap in the gate next yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm eating I'm my, my frog right now i'm doing i'm reading oh. brian tracy's eat that frog but <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. well we will we will have to have another show where we talk about um <laughs> oh, yeah, things after these these next views on these books. Oh, absolutely. Oh absolutely. <laughs> well, you are amazing and such an encouragement. And um, our time is kind of running um, to uh, close here, honestly, mm-hmm. but we could talk for hours. I love yeah. you so much about where yes. you have come from and what you've recognized about yourself and mm-hmm. how you've just made some shifts. And as a result of that, you're um, having such great impact.
2: You're on a rocket ship. <laughs> I love you it.
0: Are I mean, you, you
2: got off the tricycle and jumped on. Right? <laughs> t- oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, you really are. You are. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Okay. Well, um, Dr. Beckford, tell our viewers how mm-hmm. they can find you and, um, access your information. Absolutely. So I'm very, very active on LinkedIn as Tamara
1: Beckford MD. That's T A M A R A, B as in boy, E C K F O R D, and MD. So, or you can just put in Tamara Beckford. You'll find me. You'll find this picture. Yes, that amazing. <laughs> this is my little Zoolander pose. If anyone remembers Zoolander,
2: I love Zoolander. <laughs> I love Zoolander. <laughs>
1: yeah. But oh other gosh. than that, I am available. Uh, my social media handles are your Karen Docs. That's U R C A R I N G D O C S. So then you can find me on Instagram. Um, also on Facebook, you can find me on your Karen Docs or you can look at my name, Tamara Beckford. I'd love to interact with you guys. Amazing. Oh, Amazing. Awesome. So awesome. <laughs>
2: Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on. You know, I know how precious your time is and we just really appreciate you and are so, so thankful for having you.
1: Thank you all. This was wonderful. I had a wonderful time. If you guys can tell,
0: (laughs) no, thank you. We love that. And so, for our viewers, you can always find our information on ladieskekenassets.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We want to make sure we ask you to do that. Until next time, have a great, uh, great day, and thank you so much, all of you, for your time. Bye.